With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back. We're here. Yeah. Um, how's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going. Um, yeah, I'm here. It's going good. Um, you had your fourth day off in a row. No, I was. I worked today. Oh, I thought you worked. Okay. No, I tried to get out of it. I was. I mean, this wasn't lying. This is telling everyone at work I had piping hot diarrhea. And they were just like, that, how is that all? Like, yeah, they're like, you shit like 20 times at work. I was like, yeah. They're like, so what's different? And I was like, well, this one's even hotter. <laughs> Spicier. <laughs> like my ass went on an episode of Hot Ones. Oh, dude, speaking of which, Sean Evans is dating a porn star now. He is? Yeah. Dude, let me look this up. Yeah. Let's look up her filmography. Dude is ba- not not Chris Evans, Sean Evans from Hot One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not that fucking cock Chris Evans, but Sean Evans, bald-ass motherfucker. Porn star Melissa Stratton. Yeah, dude. But it said they broke up. Post- Sean Evans breaks up with porn star, so they broke up. Oh, I just saw this article like two days ago, so that was uh, wow, dude, that was quick. It's like a Bernie Madoff scheme, it's a it's it's a cum and dump. It's a, yeah, yeah. He, he, I wonder if Sean Evans is hogging, dude. He's gotta have a hog to eat that much hot sauce in the face of like celebrity and ask him the like most benign questions, but like. You said when you were a kid, you always wanted to be a baseball player. What did that mean? Fuck, it's so fucking hot, Sean! I don't know! (laughs) It's because my dad loved the game! He died of a rare blood disease! Yeah. Oh, dude. uh... He was named Barry. He had bone disease. We (laughs) called him Barry Bones! Yeah, by the way, folks, um, I... You know, go ahead and shout us out in the Discord. And obviously, to join the Discord, you'll have to uh, become a Patreon subscriber to those yeah. other listeners. But um, let me know your thoughts on if I should order a custom uh, Pirates jersey from DHL for cheap and make it a Barry Bones jersey. I think you should do that. That uh, numbers two hundred six for yeah. We need to we need to do a do a majority report so far with that like big loud ass horn. Is, aren't you coming up on another anniversary? Um, the anniversary we go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Let me type in show far. We're gonna February seventeenth, baby. So yeah, Saturday will be the. I don't know how this is going to sound. Um, this could be horrifying. This could get us trouble with the law. Most of them are three hours long. The show far is. Let me. Give me, give me, 
50 didgeridoos. 50,000 didgeridoos. You turn it into his PCP? Actually, no, I don't think I can. It's a new thing. I'm doing a music. I'm calling it sh music. <laughs> Damn it, it's not pulling up the shofar. So. Damn it, I can't run a soundboard. Anyway, that goes. Anyway, we're celebrating. We're celebrating a lot of things. Your whole yeah. You're you're wanting to go on a rant to start. You know, I, I just kind of want to get cooking on this because yeah, you know, the Royals have announced. Well, I mean, they've kind of already put some plans out there, but they're putting more concrete stuff out now about their uh, new stadium, stadium they yeah. want to build in downtown Kansas City. Which, hey, I get it. I think it's kind of lame that your stadium is, you know, a giant way, toilet, yeah. like way off the interstate. I mean, look, they want to put it near the T-Mobile Arena, Sprint Center. Um, oh, Sprint Center, which is going to be a shit show in that area. Um, my my sister used to live on Auburn oh, Grand in Kansas City. Yeah, this is the big thing: two billion dollar ballpark district. I heard that that number is actually probably going to cost taxpayers uh, triple that amount. Yeah. Um concept art's good, but this this already looks like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, like oh, it's all started because my brother in law, very big Royals fan, likes to plot that he's met, you know, Bobby Witt and he's gotten to go in the clubhouse and <laughs> shit because of this job, which like very cool. I would do the same thing. the birds. Um yeah. however, I probably wouldn't be asked back because I'd be, you know. Try I'd be like stealing stuff out of the lockers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be on a on it's a, for a dying. I'd be going on a builder's gate run. I'd be like, okay, cast invis invisibility, dexterity check, like, minor illusion. <laughs> like, um, but so he posted this thing that's like a all of a sudden everyone's becoming like an expert in city planning. Everyone against this new stadium proposal, and. I mean, I basically mm. just went in there and was like, okay, man, I don't think any of the arguments against this necessarily should have to do with city planning on, like, a purely infrastructure basis. This um, is insane. They don't want to put additional parking, thinking it's going to support downtown. Yeah. Um, but I was telling them, like, okay, the first point should be that um, – this entertainment district wanted to rip off a of ballpark village and um well ballpark village, to be fair ballpark village is a rip off of camden yards also fair yeah. um but like and they're uh, they're doing the thing every mlb owner wants to do when it yeah. comes to stadium but, yeah. i mean shit like ballpark village sucks we've talked about that when we talked about that when we were Last time, I think we went. We all I've only game. during a game. I've only been to Ballpark Village of all the games I've been, maybe twice at most. And it was just in one time Ryan and I went there to meet up and get drinks and get the fuck out. It packed so much. It might be a nice thing to watch, like for a road playoff game. But like other than that, like I've been to Cardinal One Tower. Unimpressed. The only thing that I enjoy down in that area is like Ten Roof. And that's like just in the orbit of Ballpark Village. Yeah. But BPV is, I mean, there's like a lot of bars on the way to the stadium that are fun. Broadway Oyster is always a go to to me. They used to have Shannon's, that's gone. 
They have uh, wait, Mike Shans is gone. Yeah, I think it's uh, under a different name or something fucking, like that. Fucking Josh Hancock strikes again. He strikes again. There's like a you know, there's a couple of like on the way there to on, on the way like hit ups down there, but like other than that, I mean, you see like honky tonk like closed ups like gay like gay gay uh, game six, like uh-huh. it's kind of like I wouldn't say like run down. They're just empty, you know. There was like a lot of like local business that you know this happens with like every city. Maybe St. Louis is different, but typically when like you open up not only a baseball stadium down there, but these districts, as like so many billionaires want to do, I mean it drives out local business. I mean, Cubs gentrified Wrigleyville. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I mean, that was basically the point I was making to him was like. You know, it's gonna it's gonna kill local businesses that are down there because only I mean, once their ballpark village type thing is built. Um mm. I mean if at first it'll be great for those businesses because they're gonna have all that traffic right outside. Um but uh well I I guess long story short, um I so that's the first point I make to them. And I think I I saw a counter argument to that is is like well, Bush Stadium was already uh, in downtown, so mm-hmm. we're not really taking anything away because it would, you know. But... And also kind of the area down there in terms of, like, parking. I mean, it's pretty condensed. It's, condensed. it's a fucking nightmare. But, like, the infrastructure for that was kind of already in place whenever, like, Bush Stadium 2 went down, you know. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, and I'm just thinking solely, like, what what it looks like now versus after it might not kill the businesses as much solely because hey you have a stadium nearby if it cuts your business from after games it's fine because you didn't have games before like yeah i mean um i don't know i mean like the no parking thing on that is that gonna be next to the interstate they don't want to make any like road infrastructure they literally just want to be diverting uh 170 or something oh god this looks like a nightmare like the royals want to use there's so jackson county it's for kansas city that kansas city kansas doesn't get a say in this jackson county residents will soon vote on a continued three-eighth cent sales tax uh that goes to the kc royals and chief stadiums projects for another 40 years the royals want to use that revenue to build their new one billion dollar stadium in kansas city Team owners have also committed a $1 billion private investment to help support districts surrounding the stadium. The thing is, it's going to run more expensive. So if the stadium were to, yeah, let's say, you know, cost a bill. I mean, we're looking at the public, public at the very least is footing half of this. They're probably going to have to foot more of it. When yeah. it comes to like the construction and funding of it. Well, I mean, that's like with any fucking construction project. I mean, Folks had plans for stuff in the middle of the pandemic and then now um, or even pre-pandemic and during and after it was like, oh, yeah, this this hotel we were going to build. Yeah, it was going to be, you know, 120 rooms. Well, now it's 70 mm-hmm. because steel is too expensive and we can't put as many floors in. Royals like, donated five hundred thousand dollars to campaign for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a big thing for them. I think Sherman is threatened about relocation or a new like ballpark, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, when the Royals are good, they get a lot of people uh, for that. I'm genuinely curious what uh, 
who's getting fucked in all this? I mean, we we kind of already laid it out, but like that property's got to come from somewhere. Like when they built City Park in St. Louis, it was on like vacant land that the city had. So it was way less harm. It didn't normal. displace people. I mean, it gentrifies things more. So that, I mean, yeah. like my sister just lived, like I said, you know, and they lived off of Grand. That's just like a couple streets up um, from that. So I think uh, one of the, one of the issues is, is that was subsidized housing and it was, they were very, it was very, very nice apartments. It was in the old federal courthouse in KC is where they lived. And I mean, I don't know if stuff like that would be a priority in the future. Cause you know, you're renovating and rehabbing these old buildings. And they're, they're going to nice. You're not going to, you're not going to do low income housing near the fucking stadium. Now of the city. they're going to take a lot of local business owners. What it is, including there's a dead spin article on it. God bless them. Church, <laughs> Church of Resurrection. They're going to take like a lot of local community. Uh, uh, I mean, they can they can take the churches that's based. Um, <laughs> but like the real cathedral is is the baseball stadium. Yeah, James could probably weigh in on this as he's a is he out in the you know so he's within 180 miles of that, not to completely dox him. But um, he lives in Shawnee. Yeah, it sounds like because, you know, they they they're voting on a tax to help with because Chiefs are in an old ass shitty stadium too in Arrowhead. Is Arrowhead. I've never been to Arrowhead. So is it pretty shitty? It's old as fuck. Yeah. Like I didn't like it. I've been to I went and watched an SEC game at Old Miss and that was way less compact than Arrowhead. Arrowhead's only got about like 10,000 more seats than Old Miss Stadium. So that's not even one. That's like an extra row around the upper town. Arrowhead is, like... yeah, Arrowhead is fucking compact. Like, um, it's why I like baseball games more, is like there's a lot more leg room and less people. Um, but like, I mean, I've been to, I've been to, what is it, Allegiant? Uh, where Raiders play um, I've been to their stadium when I went out to Vegas. My uh, one of my friends, a huge Raiders fan, so we went and looked at his little plastic stadium. And uh, in case Mike is listening to this, hey Mike, isn't it cool? Is this that, Mike that I know? Or is this yeah, it's Mike. You know, Mike. Okay. Isn't it cool that you know, home of the Raiders got to see the Chiefs win a Super Bowl on it? Isn't that cool, dude? Regardless, that's a. Uh... Uh, I don't realize he's a Raiders fan. Oh yeah, he's deeply depressed. Yeah, yeah, that's very, yeah, yeah. That's a character defect. I don't think I trust him anymore. I know your opinion of him went down as I yeah. mean, I thought mine could get any lower. I mean, but yeah, it's yeah, a beautiful stadium. Yeah, and you're a fucking chopping Chiefs fan, so listen, uh, I'll defend the chop uh, <laughs> when you do it ironically. It's very funny when you. <laughs> Yeah, was it ironic whenever you snuck in a drum and a headdress to the last Chiefs game you went to? I thought it was pretty ironic <laughs> until I put on the war paint, which was yeah. all over my face uh, and one solid color. And then I kept uh, telling people um, about my ancient ancestors and that they predicted that the Chiefs would win. <laughs> Everyone thought that was so hilarious and completely ironic. <laughs> Especially then the Chief Wahoo chant. Oh, man, everyone's like, 
like, dude, you are so irony build. You are all kinds of. You are a fucking ironic onion, dude. There are so many layers to you. We can't wait to peel back. And then I got my dick sucked. Anyway, uh, Vegas got a big space stadium, and you know, uh, James could probably attest to this. If um, this sounds like the Chiefs and Royals, I'm going to probably assume their ownership is pretty tight with each other. I mean, they stadiums were basically. Side yeah. by side, they share like a huge amount of property out there. So if they're voting on a tax uh, or three eighth cents sales tax, whatever, or initiative to uh, fund this new stadium, I'm sure it's going to fund either a new one for the Chiefs or definitely renovation. I know they're planning on that. Well, I mean, we already know the Hunt family is fucking evil. Uh, yeah, that pizza. So, brother, that pizza. Wait. Brother. Is the Hunt family like Hunt Brothers Pizza? I'm pretty sure it is. What? A gas station. Holy shit. Buy yeah. a pizza. It's the best pizza. It's, it is the best gas station pizza. I will give them that. Yeah, if you had to, if, you, if you're given the choice between what kind of asshole you had to eat, this one at least uh, wash before devouring. I figured it was maybe like the Hunt, like the ketchup or tomato sauce, maybe. No, yeah. I mean, these guys are, I think it's Hunt. Let me look it up. Founders, James, Jim, Stalker, Hunt, Lonnie, Hunt, Don, Hunt, Charlie, Hunt. This has to be on, but I think that's where they made, like, their, their capital. And if we're wrong, they made their dough. No. Fuck you. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you're murdered in front of your family. For <laughs> I hope you're murdered in front of your nieces and nephews. <laughs> I don't have nephews. Oh, God. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Owner of Chiefs. This hat. And if I'm wrong, it's kind of funny to be like, oh, yeah, someone with the last name Hunt must be the pizza guy. <laughs> Here's a pizza ball. Whoa. That kind of miscorrection makes me want to go fucking... Clark Hunt. More like Hark Hunt, am I right? Oh, got him. Wow, their entire family is worth over $24 billion. Yeah, this is the... Yeah, it's Clark Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Um, speaking of, I guess the Chiefs had their mass shooting up there. Yeah, during uh, the parade, that's some that's juvenile funny. delinquents had some guns. Had a misunderstanding. How do you have a misunderstanding when you have a fucking assault rifle with you? <laughs> like, how is that? Uh, yeah, like a yeah, man. We just kind of got into it. He dinged my door in the parking lot on the way there. Um, so yeah. I just happen to have this. Uh, you know, killing machine on my person. <laughs> so, like, it's like, um, the thing I don't like quite understand when, like, arguing with gun nuts is that, like, they don't want to refer to it as assault rifle and they think it's like, oh, AR means arm of light. I'm like, I get that, but, like, you know, an AR 15 is chambered in, like, like, 223 caliber and that's the same caliber as, like, a 556, which is the round used in, like, M4s and, ARs we give our military and NATO. I mean, it's a round designed for killing things that are fleshy and spongy. Like, I yeah. So, so is is that? The yeah, I get the civilian caliber isn't quite up to. I don't. It, they're the same goddamn chamber. They can shoot both of those. So, is that the only uh, like counter argument? Is the oh, I bet you don't know that you know the AR and AR fifteen. Yeah, they don't want to refer to them as like assault weapons, but like a point of a gun is a kill. So like it's not like I've not seen a guy be like, I'm gonna build this house and he pulls out a fucking shotgun and starts hammering nails. So like 
you get something that's like it's short, compact, is incredibly accurate and precise from like for medium ranges or even long ranges, you know, so like, what Stephen Paddock did in LA or LA, sorry, Las Vegas. And like, you can modify them with the same kind of shit that like military contractors and soldiers get from here when we ship them there and what our military and what our military provide them. And like the only difference is, is that they're not fully automatic, but you can obviously change that. So like, I don't yeah. like if I gave uh, a military contractor an AR-15 from here, okay, or a soldier an AR-15 from here, would he be more, less, or about the same efficiency when it comes to his job if shit hit the fan? About the same? I would say at the very least probably around the same. So we're comparing uh, Javi Baez with Kyle Schwarber on B-War. And so like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, we tied it back. Yeah, hey, got a ghoul. Like, but also like I have to... You know, I'm a bit, you know, I'm a pro-gun leftist in the sense that, you know, the Trump years and, like, the Portland protests and seeing all these right-wing cocksuckers, like, gobble up all these firearms and become more, like, secluded and paranoid, forming, like, paramilitary squads and training for, like, to kill a bunch of people. And, like, I don't really, and, like, watching, like, our government uh, you know, pick people up, protesters up in unmarked vehicles scares the shit out of me. So, like, you know, I have to be pro pro gun in that. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not pro gun in the sense, I guess, like, rah rah revolution. You know, the, you know, the state owns nuclear weapons. Although I do feel like I'm betraying my left wing roots if I don't at least voice some support of rah rah revolution, as it seems to be the only way to get a, one of our fucking systems enacted. But also, you know, with everything that circles back, I mean, we have this, we're like the, when it comes to like modernized nations, we have this problem. We have this tremendous problem that to me, I think offers solutions. I think they're solutions to, or they're not easy. I think they actually speak to larger problems we should address when it comes to guns in this country. Like if, you know, if we're going to, I think like, um, do gun buybacks. That's something that'd probably be cool if we can just somehow get people on board with that. Yeah. I mean we we're not, have, but like it'd be cool. I think some places have gun buybacks. Imagine trying to get all these psychotic like conservatives to give up like you know, there's over there's more guns in this country than there are people. And okay. I get and of the three hundred million plus guns in them, it's probably owned by like fifteen hundred dudes. Like there's motherfuckers that buy like a hundred guns. Like yeah, to me, a bunker. yeah, no, they collect, they collect and they want to be paranoid and they think it makes them super masculine. And to me, I just see it as like a mode of defense from people like them or the state. Um, like, I think like there's power in community, in a community being able to defend themselves. Okay. I, I, I understand and respect that. And simultaneously, like, I also understand that you needing like a 30 round mag for something that fires the equivalent of a five, five, six doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like Canadian gun laws for the most part are like, why do you need this? And we're like, Oh, I need it to shoot feral hogs. We're like, no, you don't stupid. You don't need that. Like magazine bands at the very least do fucking background checks. If we were in a perfect world and we wanted to like 
disarm, I guess that's what the right wing is called, disarm a population, but force buybacks, confiscation, reimbursement, whatever. You have to do the same with the police. Like, I don't want to, like, if, if we're going to take the step of confiscating weapons, like, simultaneously it needs to be done with our bloated state, our militarized state police, too. Yeah, like, the police could have, like, one level higher gun, but like, like, Right, yeah. Yeah, like uh like like they might have like civil war muzzle loaders, but we've got like pirate blunder blast guns. <laughs> like that's what we have. So it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't seem alarming to me for cops to have like a basic like rifle, right? On not maybe on hand, but they have to have that sort of shit. You remember the North Hollywood shooting? So these two fucking bank robbers bust out. They got AKs. It's a miracle they didn't kill anyone. But they shot a lot of people on the way out. They got in a huge gunfight with the cops. It spilled over. It was... Fuck, I have to look. They made movies out of it. The only people that died of it were the the bank robbers. And, like, that became, like, such a huge, like, I guess, focal point in, to me, I think, like, police militarization is like, okay, we can't be outgunned on this one. It's North Hollywood is something that you would it was the equivalent of what you saw in Heat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so like cops would I mean I know cops uh around here carry yeah they carry a rifle in the trunk of their car. You know, cops have to wear body armor. Cops have to, you know, small communities for no fucking reason need MRAPs and military vehicles. They need giant Humvees. They need Vehicles designed to drive over and survive explosions from mines to go defend a fucking pumpkin fest. Like, a pumpkin fest. <laughs> our problem with guns, to me, I think, speaks to like our tremendous problem with like police militarization, how they view, how they don't serve the public, how they serve the interest of people with property, how they serve the behest of, uh, you know, folks that want to, quite frankly, uh, treat the public as like wolves, I guess. Like, you know, there's a, a warrior mindset to it. And, like, you, you, to have, like, um, to have cops with that amount of toys and a disarmed population, I think, is, you know, they both have to go hand in hand to me. Um, on, and, you know, honestly, like, if I'm putting on my realistic, like, you know, social Democrat boots here or whatever, my, you know, progressive victory hat, you know, to me, I think, I don't think we get either of that. To me, I think that's to me, I think that's the correct point. And I think what's realistic is, you know, extended background checks. It'd be nice if it'd be nice if there was a way of, I would say, like um I wouldn't say like prosecuting, because I think like manufacturers, like they can't quite control like a tool that is designed for killing, right? But like any kind of like negligence in terms of sales of that, you know, selling to someone who clearly is like a danger should face like some kind of like some kind of like penalty for that sort of thing. Yeah, like like you almost want to treat that the same way you treat like the pharmaceutical industry where it's like, you know, maybe like, I don't know, Remington doesn't need uh, or Armalite, for example, doesn't yeah. need like reps going to gun shops and just being like you guys need to get your numbers up you need to sell more guns you yeah to... and like like selling to like two fucking idiots like us selling guns to each other and being yeah. like legal with that like i don't think that that's not cool to me either and honestly and I, if i'm being honest like 
gun buybacks is probably the route to go. I mean, expanded mental health. I mean, most of the gun deaths in this country are suicides. I, I don't know, man. Like, you, you can, folks, how about problem. this? You solve you solve the gun problem in this country if you do communism. Like, if you can fix mental health and have like a robust mental health care system coupled with a universal health care system, because I don't know how else you're going to have fucking decent mental health in this country without expanding public health care to begin with, because the people that suffer from mental health care woes in this country are not motherfuckers with like. A huge amount of capital and resources at disposal. There are people that can afford it in the first place. If you solve that problem, yeah, you solve education, you solve poverty, you solve fucking poverty. Maybe it solves everything else when it comes to guns. Like, Whoa. whenever, yeah, it, this ain't like a big brain thing. It's like, I, I see, you know, I didn't want to offer this like nuanced take on it because people, like, you, you see like a tragedy where like nine kids are shot on it. You know, like, we have to do something about it. I'm like, like, what? Like, the fix is less guns, but we're not going to get that. Yeah. Like, the fix is less guns, but we have a highly militarized police force. We have a bunch of right-wingers with these guns. So, like, what do you want? I think it's more, I think I'm sounding doomer-pilled on it. Anyway, do you like ex- fucking expanded background checks? Or shit? Um, I have just have two points. I think if you go hunting with an AR-15, you're, you're an asshole. You're gay. Um, yeah, I would say that, yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure that deer meat my uncle. The, the deer that's already at a disadvantage that you can fire something yeah. at it at, like, the speed of sound. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. Um, that's pretty lame. Um, I think you should be using, like, fucking that weird old rifle that, uh, um, Mike Armantrout was using <laughs> Better Call Saul <laughs> to like snipe people in the desert. Like, I think you should use that. Like, um, get like a 30 out six, just fucking drop some motherfuckers. I, I, you know, I don't, for one, like getting a gun, maintaining it's, you know, is expensive. Like, the times I thought about getting a gun, I'd be like, you know, I would get like uh, a pistol, like a, like a nine millimeter, maybe a 40. You know, Ooh, you, get you a nice get, little six hour. You know, you, you get like a nine millimeter, and I'll get a shotgun. Yeah, like and we can be like, yeah, no, we'll get revolvers. We can be like the nice guys. <laughs> and then I thought, like, you know, I'd like to for like any kind of sport, I would be like, yeah, bolt, like because I like World War II history because I'm a fucking lunatic. I'm not a lunatic. I'm a boomer. But um, like, yeah, I would like. I have a fixation with bolt action rifles. Like, I think those are cool. But simultaneously. You know, I have this wherewithal to know that, uh, like, if I had a gun, I'm going to kill myself with it. So, like, <laughs> if anyone comes into my house, it's fisticuffs and me throwing a cat at them. Like, cat first, fisticuffs. You know, that's that's what it is. Like, I don't trust myself with a gun. And, like, many people aren't willing to have that conversation with themselves. <laughs> like, it'd be cool. Like, th- here's the thing about guns. They're cool. They're cool. Shooting guns is super cool. If like you bring up like, why do you need this? Why do you need a third? Why do you need a drum mag for your SKS? You know, why do you need a, a bump stock? Why do you need to own something that's larger than a 308 count? Why do you need an anti-material rifle? And, and the only defense that guns have is that yeah, it's cool. Like shooting a gun is cool. I get that. Makes you rock hard the pants. It's just. It's, it gets you laid. Get gets your quarters in. I want people to know, and I, 
and I don't want to sound like a youth minister turning around his chair. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. There's cooler things. There's uh, getting roadhead. There's getting pussy. In getting pussy. In yeah. Getting getting your dick sucked while listening to the ELO discography. Oh my god, I've been on electric light <laughs> orchestra. Okay. Like getting domed from that. Eric Clapton's cocaine playing. Really? Get brain. <laughs> if you want it, get sucked. <laughs> get brain. Eric Gay, Eric Clapton, uh, Eric Fapton. Oh. <laughs> After midnight, we're going to put things in our ass. Anyway, <laughs> like, um, I fucked the sheriff. I sucked the sheriff. I sucked the sheriff, yeah. But I did not I suck the, the deputy. deputy. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's, he's just shaming the deputy for not being hot enough. <laughs> uh, what a cool thing to bridge from serious gun violence. Yeah. But, like, there's so much cooler things. There's that. There's getting your dunk sunk. There's... Developing a terrible hobby. I don't know. There's Pakoda. Oh, hey, here's our bump. Pakoda previews for the Cardinals. See, we this is a this is just this is a Kalen Jenner right here. This is a smooth transition, folks. Hey, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and there weren't any people that got killed in Melbourne. And no one got ran over. Yeah. <laughs> I read Pakoda's preview on the cards. What, 86 wins, something like that? 84.8 and 77.2. Yeah. They, they're predicting 85 and 77, and either first on Central or second on Central. And uh, I, I, I'm I not going to lie, it's a pretty good write-up. Um, it is probably the most grounded one. So it is one that's going to make you mad. But um, you know how, like, when Fangrass does their, uh, does their projection, they have, like, a 20th to, like, an 80th percentile. Like, this is where he's ass. This is where he's really good exceeding on that one. Um, I feel like Pakoda's is just like this is probably in the middle. Um, they were pretty harsh, but I think fair on Jordan Walker. Um, I think they may have got the ground ball rate a little too wrong um, because his ground ball rate was atrocious and he got sent down and he actually fixed it. But I think them projecting him around to be like a one war, their version of war is warp, wins above replacement player. Is the term for it. But um, I think them saying him being around one on that is probably not too far off. They kind of see him having um, like a 104, 105 OPS plus WRC, whatever the fuck they want to call it over there, and probably subpar defense. But they're saying he is going to be excellent. It's just probably not going to be this year. Um, they were very... Um, <laughs> I would say honest on the starting rotation, to say the least. Um, I happen to kind of agree with like their uh, concerns on it. Lance Lynn will be an all star. That's my hot take. Yeah. Um, he's stop it. He's gonna be an all star. I'm telling stop you. Stop it. The dude pitches the best in the first half of the season. He is a monster. His whole career. Mm hmm. He's gonna be an all star. Mark my words. Here is. <clears throat> Here is kind of like what uh, popped up that I that I liked. 
um, talking about the Cardinals. Says the trouble is, is that because of their unique situation, the Cardinals needed pitchers that were both competent and highly durable, which accepted them from some of the other higher upside players, uh, plays on the market in names like James Paxton, Luis Severino, or even Michael Waka. Would the team look more secure if ownership had been willing to stretch those 12 million AAVs into something more like 18 million, putting them in the price range of Marcus Stroman or Seth Lugo? Certainly. But even though they committed early, the way the market shook out didn't really change anything. This is what the Cardinals decided they could be. It was the limits of their imagination. We'll see if they dream big enough. I think that last one is really on the nail on the head. The limits of their imagination. Mo always brings up, I think it was, fuck, was it Gould that was talking about this this past week when it comes to like fan questions and frustrations with that? Is that, you know, anytime you bring up like that extra move, the Cardinals will say there's always going to be an extra move that could be made. Yeah, that was that cool. could be That could be far. And I'm like, sure. Like, I get the realist, realism of that. But like, I don't know. It kind of... It's hard for me to completely subscribe to that. Yeah, I mean, like... This if fan, you have, like, the direct ear of the owner. This like, fan base is fucking rabid, so even if we had gone out and gotten... Trevor Bauer for the league, no. But, no. Uh, like, hey, we signed Aaron Nola, we got Sonny Gray, and then we brought in Lance Lynn. By mid-season, people... I mean, if any, one, if any of those guys get injured, or any of them have a incredibly slow start even by their standards yeah. we'll be call. i mean we'll be up in arms calling for you know improvement well it's Granted, like uh it's e- kind of in the aggregate we um, we have to overhaul the starting ro- starting rotation so we get out and get guys that are a little bit higher whiff rates than previous but it's not quite busting the doors down on it i'm more concerned with like quality of innings from like Lynn and Gibson, I think Gray will be fine. I think, I mean, I, you know, I think the uh, prospectus na- nailed it when in terms of like re- uh, relieving core. Um, they said our relieving core was god awful last year, and they say that they project us to be somewhere in the middle. And by their estimation, uh, being somewhere in the middle will probably be what the biggest turnaround for this team will be. Is kind of kind of rest in their bullpen that they built. Yeah, they went very high upside on the bullpen, though. Like they, they did. I mean, they went guy to strike. Well, out, which is what we needed. By high upside, it's it was they added a lot of pieces, is the thing. One guy fucks up, gets hurt, boom, got another guy. I think that was smart. But they are still, I wouldn't say generation, obviously. They are years away from retooling the entire farm system to having that change in philosophy when it comes to uh, pitching to be more modern, I guess I would put it. We have some guys that are interesting, Roby, Pence, even Jerby, but like that entire, um, you know, the, the methodology about like, you know, getting guys out, you know, it's going to be years before we're going to see the effects of that. Like it's, we're what I'm saying is there could be some bad times. <laughs> like I, I kind of, I kind of agree with like Pakoda's assessment. This one. Well, I think, uh, I, I think they're good for 86 wins, and I think it'll be a nail biter for who gets first. Yeah, I mean, 
Reds are going to be fucking scary the next couple of years, and it depends what all the Cubbies do. So, to me, I don't know. Pirates might go out and get Edward Cabrera, so no. they'll be scary as well. Maybe when we're in Cincy, we should do something to sabotage the Reds. Yeah, like build a big, giant, explosive diarrhea right in their t- mm-hmm. team locker room. You can do, do that. I just diarrhea all over it. Oh, oh my God, there's shit. Fucking everywhere. Hunter Green's like, I want out of the city. I retire. Nick Lodolo's like, I'm, I'm fucking going to go play softball. <laughs> i play men's league softball. I mean, we could just like run Ellie De La Cruz over with our car. We could. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Actually, it's a great thing to say to the public. Actually, it'll be my car, so let's not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let's do something to their future. Like, let's go let's after Let's damage it. their psyche. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's find not pictures of their family, pictures of their pets, and then just smear and red paint soon. Soon. All like right. But a bloody imprint. <laughs> All right. I, I have the plan. What is it? We go to a nearby children's hospital. Oh, that's and, where we're getting the blood, huh? And we go to one of these children to use their make a wish mm-hmm. in which we bomb the stadium. Okay, cool. That's great. <laughs> we don't condone any of this. Um, no, I, well, I was going to say during your gun talk, it was like, maybe like leftists can just like, instead of guns, we just go straight to bombs. Like, we just like circumvent, you know. Uh, maybe that's where we can go. Yeah, it'd be like little grenadiers. Like, I got my little smoke pot of And we're dead. I mean, I'm just saying, Baldur's Gate is a hit every time. I would like to see a little more like... Um, Mainly at protests with like Proud Boys. Like, uh, listen, Josh and I can say this because we work out, but uh, leftists need to bulk up. And, you get bulk, uh, bro. Yeah, and like if you see like a Proud Boy like turning your fool your friend up, you need to fucking break that guy's jaw. So yeah, I don't like seeing protesters get fucked with, especially like peaceful ones, especially ones on my side or ones that have I think the righteous cause, and like, you know. Seeing that level of violence against them um, is upsetting to me because if you take the high road, you think it would get public sentiment, but I don't think that exists in this country anymore. I don't think this is a civil rights era. Um, I think, like, if you know, a proud boy comes up and shoots you with a paintball gun, you should take that gun from him and beat his face in, is what I think you should do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, beating the shit out of fascists does more to harm their, uh, their image. Then, um, you know, uh, saying when they go low, we go high. But like, no, you need to show some like solidarity. No, like, we if go... someone if someone started fucking with you physically, I'm going to pick them up over my head and drop them on their skull. No, no, we go like you know, black and white Edward Norton, American History X, curb stomping. Yeah, like, you should. Like, and, you know, people man. people may balk at that. Okay, I'm pro antif in the aspect that if. Some fascists show up. They want to, and they want to fuck with people. Like you should fuck with them. So, you know, it's like they're like the fireflies from Last of Us. And to those that balk at it, you remember that union guy that punched Stephen Crowder in the face, and everyone was like, "This is such a bad look for unions. Such a bad look for the movement." Guess what got fucking repealed in Michigan? Union busting. Right to work. So guess what? Suck our dick, Stephen Crowder. You fucking lost. You lost! 
Um, it is a weird episode for someone who just like popped in. Yeah, um, and I'm two hundred. They refer never, these things as chunkies. And... I never got to finish my second point. Oh yeah, go on. Let it um, so and then my second point was like, dude, again to harp on like the taxes. I was like, I, I mean, voters, I think do theoretically will get a chance to like renew that one tax to, to basically help uh -huh. fund this in the future. Um. And I was like, I don't think, I mean, that's that would be my central issues. I don't think anyone should be helping a fucking billionaire pay for a stadium. Like, no, and, no. I mean, an MLB franchise only only makes money. Actually. Like, as it, you know, as the years pass, it doesn't, these guys never lose money on having a team. I, I've been playing badminton with this a little bit. Because, like, I, to me, under, if it's, to me, if the, if I have no issue with the public funding a stadium. If the public owns that stadium, you know, like to me, if the utility of that is, you know, the public has way more say in it than like an owner be like, oh, Lisa's up fucking bye. You know, to me, like if the community is willing to uh, honestly make a sacrifice, be like, we want sports entertainment at the expense of our dollars, at the expense of local business then, like, they should have a say. And to me, I don't think, like, a... I mean, unless, to me, an owner literally funds it privately and builds it on a parcel of land nowhere near the public, you know, the public has, I think, like, some kind of right to it. To me, it's, like, the exchange of, like, I would say power between, well, that's you know... Teams should be publicly owned, though, at the same time. That is why baseball should be fucking because, nationalized. I, I mean, what good is a fucking stadium if, uh, you know, you have no control over the thing you're going to the stadium to see? Like, yeah. That's... Uh, oh, let's get let's get Oakland Tyler on here because there's... Speaking of, there's news with the A's. They're looking to renew their lease with Oakland, so they may not be going to Vegas. The Las Vegas mayor was like... I like to think that we had a shit. role in that. I like to think that the owner tuned in. Yeah, I would say our ace coverage for the only Cardinals podcast that actively covers a different baseball team in California. <laughs> <laughs> the only left wing. There's no shit. I think like baseball podcast. I think a fucking tenth of our fan base are ace fans. <laughs> <laughs> like the people that follow me on Twitter are like Cards fans, second, ace fan first, or like vice versa. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, is this like a reservoir? We could just kind of like pump out. We can finally get those patron numbers up to be like, yo, Jordan Walker is going to have a great year. But first, we need to fucking cut John Fisher's balls off. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need to get back to Alameda County, motherfuckers. <laughs> we need to look. That's what we should do. Fuck this Cooperstown trip. We're going to Oakland. <laughs> We're going to flip off San Francisco. Be like, Fuck you, Giants! <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking some, fuck you. It's super aggressive. <laughs> Fucking stupid soda. Fuck Barry Bones. <laughs>
Go Angels! Fuck 2002! All your World Series are fucking fake! <laughs> A's blood for life! <laughs> Get fucking like Scott Hattieberg tattoos. <laughs> Mark Coxing's on my ass right next to Mark Ellis! <laughs> I got Jack Cush tattooed on my gut. <laughs> I call my balls the Bass Bros. <laughs> my dick is Dave Stewart. 20 game winner right here. Jesus. I shoot out by the goo. All right. We're, yeah, we got up. Yeah. Man. We all know we like the A's. Maybe we could, uh, you know, we could go to the A's and we could bring them a bunch of soda since you know the, the players have to pay. What? You know, during Moneyball. Oh yeah, they have to put in a little soda yeah. machine. He's yeah. like, we could just bring them a bunch of soda. We could. Ooh, that's what we base. could take down. That's how we could take down the Reds is we uh bring them like lots of booze to the locker room. The alcoholics yeah, might miss them some. I mean, yeah, everyone's an alcoholic. Every the few. Oh, Mios, Dios, Don Julio. It's like, oh my God, Jack Daniels. I mean, it's basically what like what we did to like the natives. We just get them drunk and we take everything. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah we manifest. We manifest blankets in my car if you guys want those. Yeah, we yeah. manifest destiny in SARS blanket. The Reds. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's the yeah. We we go to the town of Cincinnati. We use American imperialism too. <laughs> they are Reds. We could just yeah. I mean, what we could do is just back a. Uh, we could resurrect Pinochet because they're Reds, you know, and he can go and just do a dirty war on them. I guess mm, a little stinky, a little, a little, a little Operation Con, a little stinky skirmish. Hey, Peter. Or actually, no. If we're going way back on Reds. We can get this is gonna sound wrong, folks, but this is this is history. We can get the whites to rise up against Ooh. the Russian Civil War. <laughs> Got the whites and the reds. That's what we can do. Yeah. Get yeah. off the field. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the people we hire to do that take it the wrong way. They're not like, no, we meant whites like Russian Civil War. <laughs> God dang reds. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be wacky. That'd be wacky. We're speaking of ourselves as if we're like just really buffoon like gods. Let's yeah. <laughs> assemble the masses. We'll Let's see if these rats eat their tails off. <laughs> we'll put a we'll make a rat king. <laughs> put a Craigslist ad. Yeah. We'll get we'll feed people skyline chili because that's a fucking abomination. How much skyline eat? chili can you eat before it kills We're not you? eating there when we're in Cincinnati. Skyline chili? Yeah, fuck food? that. Okay. It's okay, darling. We won't eat that I, shit. I, I don't. I don't like chili. Yeah. I don't really like Cincinnati. I'm happy we're staying there then. I mean, Saying it's our only cards game we get to see. On the trip. That is true. We're like, ah, we traveled all the way to New York and back to find the. We got lost. We forgot where the cards are. <laughs> our phones didn't work. <laughs> Appalachians have horrible service. Yeah, what's that line from Dumb and Dumber where they're riding like that? Fucking John Denver was full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no mountains. There ain't no mountains here. Uh, what other spring? Spring training started. Early pitchers, catchers. Oh, the jerseys. Yeah, we gotta make fun of that. Um, oh my god! Uh, Nike's new jerseys—they're supposed to be super lightweight and fucking. 
Uh, I don't know, aerodynamics. They're supposed to offer more ventilation. Sponsored they have fanatics by, making them. Sponsored by Deerbergs for 40,000 people into the stadium. Get a free jersey. Get a free jersey. Um, Sonaki rolled it out. It's made by fanatics. They're going to be making the NHL sweaters, I think, next year. Anyway, um, so they um, they look like shit. Let's just be honest. Um, the lettering is smaller. Some of like the aesthetics is kind of gone on a lot. It, they're not white jerseys. They're off white. Uh, players have been complaining about them, except no. my favorite players, which are the ones that have already worn or continue to wear Nike gear, who I think um, are wearing them sarcastically. Uh, Nolan Arenado, folks, he is certainly not the leader on this team, but he is he is a leader in capital. I think they should be wearing like wool, like wool jerseys. Nice and hot. Yeah, like the old days. Yeah. Miles Michaels like that. Like, Speaking of Michaels, he complained about it. He said uh, they suck. You yeah. should write about there's them. Not, there's not enough room in my crotch. Not enough room in my crotch. Well, like uh, baseball pants for pitchers, we get tailored specifically for that. And they're all kind of like uh, one size, it kind of sounds like. They said they... Um, and how, but seriously, how can they not be tailored? I don't... Yeah, I don't... They're fucking... They're not reinventing the wheel on you, Yeah, we're here. putting clothes on $20 million fucking athletes. <laughs> like, like, I mean... Put them in... Put them in fucking... That was fucking stupid. They could be tailorable. Yeah. Like... Put them in... Put them in fucking specially designed combat armor. Like, yeah. why can't we have pants... Like Robbie Ray's ass is gonna eat pants. Like we're gonna see that rip. Cal Raleigh's ass is gonna destroy the pants they yeah. make him wear. Um, Nolan, uh, Nolan Arenado uh, was reached for comment, <laughs> and he said about the Nike gear. <clears throat> The Nike Vapor Premier jersey is soft, light, and comfortable. You're it's right. almost like wearing my favorite shirt out on the field and so easy to move around in. <laughs> Interesting. He had to have been saying that sarcastically. He nailed it, though. That is genuinely one of the funniest things I've read Cardinal-wise since six starting pitchers. I'm, I'm just surprised that uh, he would want such a light jersey since, you know, a thicker jersey would help him, you know, not accidentally get jabbed with the vaccine. That would, yeah. Um, the thicker the cloth, the less yeah. likely they are to get the bid. Exactly. Nolan doesn't get vaccine or not. A, he's got to be vaccinated now, right? Build a whip on his arms. Like, ah, now that he's like... He's busted as having a kid or had a kid. Didn't, yeah. Didn't they know? He had a kid. Yeah. He was worried about like what it, it would do to his future come, his future yeah. grown up come. So. Yeah. It is funny. That's a funny thing to say. These jerseys look terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, we did, they did that. Manfred's leaving after his tenure in 2029 was, was turning. And we're bringing in, we're bringing back Bud Selig. Bud Selig will become commissioner. Bud Selig's. I didn't like Bud. I mean, I didn't mind Bud, Bud Selig that much. Sam yeah, Manfred did. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Commission, commissioner works on behalf of the owners. So, um, what else? Uh, Tommy Edmond will. Uh, there's a. There's a. I would say a decent chance he doesn't start the season uh, ready to go, or better yet, start it healthy. So we'll probably get some DC out in center field. Um, there's a concern. Uh, oh God, if that's the case, I hope Mason. There's so many concerns early on. 
They are going to move Donnie to basically starting off full time at second base. I think Wilson might play center field. Um, Contreras, yeah, he, he would dominate. <laughs> Uh, Herrera, uh, Herrera fucking killed it. And what is it, the Panama, Panama, what a Caribbean classic, whatever it is. Yeah. He had like 375 with 10 RBIs and three homers. He was cool. He's a future man, dude. Yes. Uh, they're looking at possibly like split timing and Wilson get more like DH opportunities. Nick would get really hard about that. He wants to see Yvonne just tear shit up. Um, because he's good behind the plate too. Like he's not a scrub defensively. Right? No, I mean he's he's yeah. decent. Um, I don't know. Most spring training like feature stories are just puff pe- puff pieces. Um, read about Sonny Gray and his stuff and his relationship with Wilson Contreras. Always good to read. Um, I don't know. I mean it's spring training. We're excited. Uh, Lance Lynn showed up in a Pepto Bismol Bronco. So that was cool. He gives off Zach Brown chicken fried vibes so much. So (laughs) good vibe season part two. Let's go. Man, I'm so excited for Lance Lynn. Fuck the haters. Fucking nine Ks, five innings, eight runs, screaming, fuck you after each K. You know, (laughs) I can't wait for that. He didn't really do that with us. He developed it on his own once he became the ultimate Chad. Yeah. Yeah. He he was just like this dry. I'm just gonna throw three different types of fastball. Yeah. Um somehow they're all forcing. Everyone <laughs> says he looks great. I think he looks like shit, which I think that means he looks perfect. He looks like someone um uh, he looks like a high school baseball coach, if I'm being honest. He looks like a travel ball coach. He is uh I cannot wait for his fucking 10 and 11 season with a 5-1-2 ERA. I just like that he's got like Jonathan Broxton fucking thighs. Like, like, like. No, yeah, he's a hog, dude. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's got a, he's got David. He's got that old school pitching pedigree you look for. Like, big motherfucker. That's what we want. We want 6'5, 230 plus. Thought we should have taken a shot on Manoa this offseason. Yeah, he, he got too skinny. Yeah, he did lose some weight, but we can pick him up. Oh, what was that MLB analyst? He got roasted so bad. He was like, Manoa needs to fucking stop being fat. Everyone was like, fuck you! And then he was awful, and everyone was like, well, now he's in shape. I'm like, is that guy sort of redeemed? I, I like, I Listen, it's rude to like bring that up about an athlete, but like, part of me is kind of worried that he was right. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm kind of scared of. I mean, Manoa I- comes in post like a sub three year right? We're like, ah, oh, well. It wasn't the pitch clock. I was clicking him up. He just... That was Pablo Sandoval saying she was in spring training like 300 pounds. And you're oh like, girl, I want you're like a 5'11", maybe. I mean, you might, I mean, I I want, you might be like 6'1 or 6'2". I want all but... the ham. <laughs> I want all the ham. And I always liked it, like in the NBA, when James Harden got kind of fat for a while. That, that was, was good. Cool. Um, Felt representative. We we're like, dude, look yeah. at Jim, look at James, Jimmy H. That's what James Harden. Also, uh, yeah, Celtics have the best record in the NBA. Just to remind people that I the mean, Thunder are a fucking uh, poverty I, franchise. I was um, asking in the Discord if you're a Celtic. Celtic. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah he was like, and he was probably gonna say something mean, but yeah, yeah you love the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics yeah. are my boys. Yeah. Jim, you know, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Webazet, Tingus Pingus, Tingus Pingus, fucking Derek motherfucking White. Yeah, that guy, yeah. Dude, that guy's awesome. That I got guy, a Clippers fan. So oh. he's, he's in hell. Yeah. He's telling me, I think when he moved out there, he didn't want to pull for the Lakers, so he just kind of went with the other one. 
And, uh, I mean, he survived the Donald Sterling days. So, I mean, I think they got Kawhi. They're pretty, the, I don't know they shit about basketball. They should be good, but Kawhi and Paul George can never be healthy seemingly at the same time. Yeah. Um, What's the record now? Let's look. I haven't looked at the West. In a well, it's a basketball episode. Surprise! There is no God but a law. That's what's wrong with America. So, let's switch to West Conference. Oh, basketball. Oh, I mean, they're the three seed. They're 36 and 17. They're having a good year. Nice. Um, Their coach is... Uh, it was. Doc Tyron Lewis. Yeah, for a while, but... Who did he fucking coach? I've seen that name. I think Doc Rivers is the new Bucks coach. Yeah, he, he won. Uh, he won it with the Cavs. Yeah, uh, Tyron Lue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much like how this is. This is gonna sound really bad, but aren't all coaches kind of the same in the NBA? There are some that like really transcended, but like, like what do you like? What do you do? You have two. You have like the most like uh uh truly like the like the best athletes that the sport has to offer. Like there's no like complicated like play sets like they run in college. So like what are they what's what's the point of the coach then? Just I mean stopping the right guy. Like, you know? There is something to having a good coach. I mean yeah. like you have the so good motivator really. I don't even think yeah. that. I mean you have like the Greg Popoviches, you have That's the true. Brad Stevens. Balancing like, like personalities kind of, then probably you have I mean, it's that. It's also, I mean, like, there is, I mean, like, it always comes down to, like, just a handful of plays in a game where a coach yeah. draws something up, like, on an inbound, where it genuinely matters, like, what you draw up. Yeah. Um, Get the ball to LeBron! That He's not on our team. He's on the other team. I know. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'm your coach. <laughs> I'm gonna take him out. <laughs> now, what sport does the coach or manager have the least um, impact on? And I'm kind soccer. of I, that's what I was gonna say. Soccer, football. Um, I mean, maybe that's just because I finished watching Ted Lasso, and honestly, you shit libs are wrong about that show. It is not that good, but oh, it, but it's not as bad as I was expecting it oh, to be because okay. of how much they fucking love it. I was just like. Okay, like it's pretty good. I mean, we the need, characters we need, are likable, but <laughs> let's get some more mean comedies. That's what we need. We need mean, more mean spirit message. Yeah, let's so. Uh, I would say like soccer, you know. But then again, like okay, maybe I'm like underselling like the role of a coach in professional sports because it is just kind of like balancing personalities and getting them to like you know work coincide whatever with other dynamic personalities right it's kind of like the frustrating thing about baseball is like because they try and really keep that under wraps and they try and devoid it of personality hockey does a job about that but there is a lot of dynamic personality in hockey yeah. nba a ton of that football especially well the mlb i mean i think the manager there has almost more control of than any other sport there is like um I mean, you're deciding who's coming in from the bullpen in a clutch situation. So like that's pretty fucking crucial. So professional football has definitely got the most hands on, I would say, in terms of coaching, right? 
Like literally calling plays and having them like you're like, do a play, do a play, do a play, do a play. Granted, you have defensive coordinators, but like coaching staff of vaguely, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. not yes. It uh, puts more of an emphasis on like your chief of staff, right? Because you know, remember the old George Carlin bit: football's about going to war, baseball's all about picking daisies. You know, like baseball, I think has like like the manager has quite a bit of hand in that as well. Uh, it's. Definitely way less game time in pro football, but I mean, you set like a lineup. You basically, I want to say same as like a parlay. You set something, you roll it, we see how it does, and you do that day in and day out for five, six months, and you make changes to it every day until something clicks. Yeah. Um, there are a bunch of tiny decisions you make during a game, like your bullpen, who to play, who to pinch hit for. So there is like a lot with that as well. Um, and then. I guess it would go pro football, professional baseball, professional basketball, if we're comparing, professional hockey. If we're comparing like head coach to a football to manager, like just those two positions, I, I'm going with baseball. Yeah. But if we're going to use coaching staff broadly, I'm going football. I think that's how, yeah. that's where I'm at with it. Maybe you do a lot in hockey too. You got to roll out lines. But yeah, then again, I, I kind of see like hockey. Because hockey, hockey sucks. Hockey's great. You know, I don't know why you're uh, bitching about that. The thing you had so much fun at in a losing effort, even though we had to sacrifice Craig Berube for your entertainment. I'd rather be at an NBA game. That's fine. You're more entitled to have a very boring, dull opinion. NBA. Have you ever been to an NBA game? Uh, I've only been to college basketball once. So NBA is. Wow. Yeah, like nothing like the announcer after a bucket. Two, three. Yeah, and then you're, you're like, Ooh, you're doing like the little moose horns for a three. Yeah, you're like, oh god, there's our eightieth uh, basket we've seen. They also do well. They do a better job of also like in timeouts, like keeping you entertained. It's, yeah, it's like the oh, we're doing the hat dance. It's like ah. no, we're bringing like a crippled kid out. He's gonna shoot a half court shot. We're gonna laugh at him. Like it's. We're putting bombs in the court. <laughs> Whoa, we brought out a scary fun house. And all these kids will die if they're scared. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, you know. The, yeah, no, hockey has the kiss cam. Yeah, hockey has the kiss cam and the Purina. Like, oh, we're going to put the dog oh, filter on. I was really hoping we'd go on the kiss cam and just be like, Right. Or if it was someone in front of us, we'd like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> two fat gay guys like kissed in front of twenty thousand people. Yeah. Pride night was canceled. <laughs> the Blues became the most reactionary right wing team known to man. Let's go Blues tonight. LGB. They actually <laughs> changed the name. They actually changed. Oh God, let's go Blues is like turf, like territory LGBT. It's just yeah. LGB except the T. Let's go, Blues. No one else. That's why I kept yelling after every time they did that. I yelled, tonight! Like, tonight! Let's go, Blues. Tonight. Tonight! <laughs> tonight, quickly. There we go, LGBTQ. Ooh. Quietly. We need plus IA, I think is the rest. A plus. Uh, IA plus. Let's go, Blues, tonight, quickly, in accordance. <laughs> Positively, for the plus sign. Positively. <laughs> and then at that point, like, all our gay friends be like, you're really actually doing way more than 
This is gayer than us. Yeah, yeah. Cal and Aaron would be like, this is gayer than us. You guys need to stop. Man, she, uh, Callie sent me a snap, I guess, what a, for Valentine's Day that was, uh, you know, she's, I guess it was what, either Aaron got her or she got Aaron, but it was like a baguette for my boop. And uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, um, you know. Yeah, people forget that, uh, you know, you don't have to coddle gay people. They're pretty tough. Yeah, let's get this bread and give me some head. Get this bread, double the bread, double the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, what's, what's up, up, what's up, gang, gang, gang. what, 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 Dude, what? I think we've reached our control. We've our hour. Let's get over with. I gotta go play Baldur's Gate. Oh, Blues won. Let's go, Blues, quickly tonight in accordance. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. Jake Neighbors is the uh, future. Okay. All right. Who uh Rumble Champs and Bites Champ? Yeah. Um, um mine is uh John Fisher, who uh is gonna bring baseball back to Oakland. <laughs> mine is um um Themis uh Matsukas. Um he was a Penn State professor arrested in a sickening bestiality case. Um, oh, no. Because videos emerged of him allegedly engaged in lewd acts in the park, including inserting a tree branch and lollipop in his butt. <laughs> yeah, he went out in nature to do that. That yeah. poor fuck. He couldn't get yeah. any peace and quiet. Shout out to Penn State. You guys don't have a problematic history with stuff. Um, ever. Ever. <laughs> no, definitely ever. Penn State's great... Uh, let me tell you, they really, they really know how to get to. That was my Twitter. What was your Twitter? <laughs> Is that Jason? We were walking away from a fucking brush fire. I, for, I forgot I had a kick for like a week where I was like, I'm going to start sending daily edits in our. Discord. Was, um, when Ryan and I started the joke Twitter account that became his. His uh, profile pic for the longest time was, was uh, Jason, Jason Larue. <laughs> We should bring him back to be like a coach, special assistant. Yeah, I mean, captains are the best coaches. He would just analysis would just be like, the kid's got chops. He's got chops. He's, He's got, got chops just like me. And He's like, got flashes fucking boxing. <laughs> okay. All right. So we crumbled up. Let's see if we can get uh, the patrons here. Okay. We got Cran. Uh, Cran. We got Pat. Pat. We got Tyler. We got Tyler. We got Nick. Nick. We got Alex. Alex. We got James. J James. We got Jeff. Jeff. We got Richie. We got Richie. We got Bravo. We got Bravo. That's nine. That's nine. Dude, we're kidding. I kept waiting for you to say Bravo, and I was like, fuck, you said a different name. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. There um, you go. Who are we fucking tonight? John Sherman? Yeah, you know, fuck John Sherman. Um, yeah. That guy, that guy sucks. And also... I think it's dumb that my brother-in-law was like, not to name drop, but like I met John Sherman and him being a greedy billionaire uh, owner is anything but the but the truth. He, he he wants this team to win. He did that nice thing during COVID where he didn't lay off or furlough any workers, but I mean, you're a billionaire, dude. Yeah. You've crushed so many lives. Cool, you yeah. also don't want bad press as you're yeah. likely planning. You're planning shit like this years out before you ever bring it to the public. A fucking new stadium. Yeah. So you don't need any bad will. Like, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't give credit to that. That's one. That's the decent human thing to do, and it I mean, at minimum, like oh, before we go, folks, remember you can always call and leave us messages, and we'll play them on here. It's three one four eight two seven six one four five. And if you drop a chunky, it's not going to be edited. If you drop, no, we just won't. 
Only only we get chunkies. That's how it is. Unless well, it's a really good chunky. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> In light of recent humiliations. Yeah, no, we're not quoting it. All right. Fuck John Sherman. Uh, we love you all.